It's happened again. Mortgage rates are up. Hey, have you got a gift card lying around? Millions of you must. And we've got a report about surging 401k balances. It's the business news headlines for Thursday, the 23rd day of February. Thanks for being here. In other news, we've got some new economic data in, and we'll share that with you. Mortgage bankers for Wells Fargo took a company trip to Palm Springs to celebrate. And then what happened? We'll share. Off-price retailers are doing pretty well. We'll tell you why that's going on. The Wall Street Report and students are ditching lesser-known universities and heading to name brand schools. What's that about? We'll tell you. Let's go. Insight on business news and comment with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Tarot International, the premier interpersonal skills, research, and corporate training company. Achieve, lead, and outclass with Tarot. T-E-R-O dot com. Focus and find a high-level, socially responsible search firm helping major corporations in their search for diverse talent. Focusandfind.com. Funding also comes from the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association, an international organization supporting the new and used agricultural and construction parts industry. Learn more at ntpda.com. Thank you, Hunter Pees, and welcome back to the Thursday edition of the Business News Headlines. I'm your host, Michael Libby. Grateful, as always, that you're with us again today. Want to find us on Twitter? You can do that. Follow us all day, all evening long at IOB underscore NewsHour. Well, we all saw this coming. Mortgage rates are climbing again. This now makes it the third week in a row. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 6.5% in the week that ended February 23, up from 6.32% the week before. All of this according to data from Freddie Mac. One year ago, the 30-year fixed rate was 3.89%. Rates have been trending downward after hitting 7.08% back in November, but are now climbing again, up about half a percentage point in one month alone. All of this is likely to slow down the prime home buying season that usually hits in the spring. Well, here's a story about what millions of Americans have that adds up to roughly $21 billion. CNN is reporting that almost two-thirds of American consumers have at least one unspent gift card tucked away somewhere in a drawer, pocket, wallet, or purse, and at least Half of those consumers lose a gift card before they use it. All that according to a new report from Credit Summit, an online provider of financial advisory services. The report said there is as much as $21 billion of unspent money tied up in unused and lost gift cards. Of those surveyed, a majority of respondents said that their unredeemed cards were worth about $200 or perhaps a little less. It's yet another surprise, and we're talking about savings in 401ks. CNN is reporting that despite higher prices, endless talk of a possible recession, and falling markets, 401k participants managed to keep their savings rates relatively steady in the fourth quarter of last year, helping to stabilize their nest eggs and increase their overall average balances. 
All of this is according to new data from Fidelity Investments, one of the largest providers of workplace retirement plans, which combined represent $2.8 trillion in assets on its platform. Among generations in the workforce, baby boomers had the highest savings rate as a percent of their income. That was at 16.5%. The youngest cohort, Gen Z workers, saved 10.2%. A third of participants actually increased their contribution rate over the last year. That's according to Fidelity as well. But the average rate among that group is still pretty low at just 2.6%. Meanwhile, the average 401k balance in Fidelity-administered plans rose 7% from the third quarter to about $103,900. Yeah. Well, the markets bounced around like crazy today as investors looked to new economic data. For example, the Labor Department said the number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits unexpectedly fell last week, reflecting tight labor market conditions. A separate report confirmed the economy grew solidly in the fourth quarter of last year, although rising inventory levels were responsible for much of the increase. U.S. gross domestic product increased by 2.7 percent in the fourth quarter. That's according to the government's second estimate. Economists were forecasting a 2.9 percent rise. All of this news has investors concerned that the Fed will continue their rate increases. And those numbers from Wall Street, they're coming up at you in just a bit. So you take a company trip to sunny and warm Palm Beach, California, and then you get the axe? That's what happened. Fortune is reporting that mortgage bankers had fun in the sun during a Wells Fargo company retreat, and then just weeks later, were laid off. Hundreds of mortgage bankers have reportedly lost their jobs in the past week as the San Francisco-based bank shifted its strategy. The cuts involved more than 500 employees in the mortgage unit, according to Bloomberg. Originally announced earlier, the layoffs at Wells Fargo have affected several top-performing mortgage bankers and home loan consultants. The compensation of many of those laid off reportedly hinged on sales volume. Well, we've been watching a trend where wealthier shoppers are ditching high-end retailers and building foot traffic at stores like TJ Maxx and Home Goods. Business Insider is reporting that as the retail world deals with slowing online sales and a wave of store closures, one company is reaping the benefits. Who's that? TJX. That's the parent company of discount chains like TJ Maxx and Home Goods. Not only are more shoppers turning to these lower-priced stores, but the retailers are getting an influx of valuable inventory from their less fortunate competitors. Corporate parent TJX reported $14.5 billion in sales during the fourth quarter, and that's a 5% increase compared to 2022. CEO Ernie Herman attributed that growth to shoppers who have found their budgets stretched by inflation, flocking to the company's off-price chains. But he also highlighted how the challenges faced by the rest of the industry have become an unexpected boon for TJX's business. And what's that? It comes from inventory being offloaded by other retailers. We're seeing the same trend in the grocery business, with dollar stores now seeing more traffic, especially in places you wouldn't expect, like the suburbs. 
It was another volatile day on Wall Street. The markets opened slightly higher before diving during midday, only to bounce back and close in the green. The Dow gained 108 points to finish the day at 33,153, while the Nasdaq tacked down 83 points to close at 11,590. The S&P 500 did snap a multi-day skid to close up by 21 points and finish at 40.12. So what drove the markets? A batch of economic data hit traders' desks early today. The government's second estimate of fourth quarter GDP was downwardly revised to 2.7%, compared to 2.9% reported last month in the preliminary reading, reflecting weaker consumer spending and higher inflation figures in the final three months of last year. Meanwhile, filings for unemployment insurance fell last week to 192,000, according to the Labor Department. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg expected jobless claims to come in at 200,000. West Texas Intermediate Crude gained on the day, closing up about a buck 50 higher at 75.60 a barrel. And finally, there is this. And this has to do with what students are calling name brand colleges and universities. More colleges are shuttering, even though applications at well known institutions, including Ivy League schools have spiked. According to a survey by Common Application, overall applications to colleges and universities jumped 24% from 2019 to 2022. The data shows more applicants are vying for spots in the same brand name schools where demand is off the charts. Meanwhile, smaller, less prestigious schools are struggling with inflation and dwindling endowments. Roughly 200 colleges have closed in the past decade based on Wall Street Journal investigations, quadrupling the pace of a previous decade. Wow, who knew? Well, that is a wrap for the business news headlines for today. Thanks so very much for being with us. For all of us that put this together each and every day, Chap Ramsey is our production coordinator. Sales and marketing, Aaron Libby. The voice of the business news hour is Hunter Pease. And the music you're listening to right now is arranged, composed, and conducted by our friend James Goodlett of Jam Good Productions. For all those folks, my name's Michael Libby. Have yourself a great day. Be safe. Be well. Be careful. Most of all, be good to your fellow man. Good day.